0: Welcome back, guys, to the Rising Tide Podcast, and happy Aloha Friday. Uh, Today's episode is featuring a Hawaii local hip-hop artist who is enthusiastically embracing the journey of building a career through music, which, as we all know, can be a pretty challenging endeavor on every front. Um, By combining her passion for her artistry with her knowledge of business and entrepreneurship, not only does she aim to grow her audience and social impact, but she also works to teach others how to step into their talents and opportunities to do the same as well. We chat about where she got her entrepreneur mindset, Uh, we talk talk about embracing the power of having a voice, finding your way and facing a vulnerability by being unapologetically yourself, and how identifying as a Filipino-American has influenced her work. I very much admire our guest for her contagious positivity and optimism, and I truly had a lot of fun chopping it up with her over this episode. So without further ado, let's get into it. Welcome back to the Rising Tide podcast, guys, and happy Aloha Friday. Today's episode uh, is featuring a Hawaii local hip hop artist who is enthusiastically embracing the journey of building a career through music, which, as we all know, can be a pretty challenging endeavor on every front. By combining her passion for her artistry with her knowledge of business and entrepreneurship, not only does she aim to grow her audience and social impact, But as an educator, she also works to teach others how to step into their talents and opportunities to do the same. We chat about where she got her entrepreneurial mindset, embracing the power of having a voice. Um, We talk about finding your way and uh, facing vulnerability by uh, being unapologetically yourself and how identifying as a Filipino-American has influenced her work through the, uh, the last decade. I very much admire our guest for her contagious positivity and optimism, and I sincerely had a lot of fun chopping it up with her over this episode. So, without further ado, I really hope you guys enjoy this one, Uh, but let's get into it.
1: Can we swear? Yeah, okay. okay. Hey. Welcome, Jay Zan.
2: Yeah,
1: Jay <laughs>
2: Thanks for being here. Thank you for your time. Really excited to have you.
1: Thank you, Kiara. The rising tide. We are rising. Hey, I like that. <laughs> Thanks for
2: the support. So um, let me just kind of create a little bit of background for people listening. Um, I found Jay Zan through uh, the Pusong Filipino event, which was an open market. I think we talked about it a little bit on Zach's episode. Um, and... Uh, you were part of the panel that we mentioned in Zach's uh, episode as mm. well. How uh, how did you get?
1: How did you? How would you uh, become a part of that? Yeah. So I met lalane and radiant a couple months ago actually earlier this year and i guess we just started following each other i've been on kndi with them and it's just been an awesome time connecting with them and largely lalane it has spearheaded she's like you know the leader of pusong Uh philippinex and stuff so i just got connected with her i've done a couple interviews for her balintang america or um the Uh, what's it called the news Mm -hmm. things that she does so um, we just just staying connected and she knew that i made music and was an entrepreneur and stuff so she had me perform at the august um the august market Mm -hmm. which was at box jelly which was super dope and then those are
2: two great creative spaces box jelly and the sandbox yep
1: and then we came on together she asked me to come back for the um, entrepreneurs panel on the san- at the sandbox, so it was super fun. For the people that don't know who you are, mm. let's let's uh, let's talk about that. Who is Jazan? Yeah, yeah. Um, my name is Jazan Amoto, aka Jazan Exclusive. I'm a hip hop artist, um, entrepreneur, and educator. In a nutshell, I've taught. At the college level, I used to teach at Remington College, mm-hmm. business, um, marketing, and things like that, and um, I'm a U.S. Army veteran. I did that for six years. Ooh, thanks um, for your service. Yeah. But that's an um,
2: ex-army as well. Oh, wow, yeah. that's
1: cool. Um, and then also a HPU grad, so I got my BSBA back in 2016 in marketing. Um, I'm LGBTQ. I'm here with my partner. She's, like, my manager. Shout my out photographer. <laughs> yep, Third Eye Film, Skylex ENT. Um... <laughs> Yeah, and we're just building it from the ground up. Like, for real, we've honestly been doing this. Um, I've wanted to do music for a long time since I was in high school. Mm-hmm. But I, had, I knew that I had to learn certain things like business structure and all this other stuff. And I had to live life at the same time and also grow through life through different jobs and education and different careers and stuff. So um, when I graduated college, that's kind of when I really started taking it Very seriously because I've done competitions. I've been to LA for Team Backpack. I don't know if you've heard of that platform, Mm -mm. but it's like an underground hip hop platform. I've said this multiple times on different interviews and stuff, and um, yeah, it's just something that I've I've chosen to go with, and I'm just doing it totally independent. And this year we reached one of our like major milestones. We went on our first independent tour to Davao City, Philippines. Congratulations! Yeah, that's cool. It's crazy. It's been eight months since then, but we still, like, carry the... Since the tour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you're still riding that. Yeah, high. Yeah, we're still riding the high, and we're <laughs> learning so much. It's connected to us, and we. ever since we, I started visiting the Philippines again, which we'll go into, I've just always wanted to go back. So, in a mm-hmm. nutshell, I'm third-generation Filipino, Hawaii born and raised, um, scholar, athlete, like all those things that I've been part of it all like represents who I am and that's just a culmination yeah, yeah. yeah and but also my name my real like name is Jazan yeah, it's yeah. just my music name is spelled like the phonetic version mm. of how my name is supposed to sound. So yeah, I'm telling, yeah. I've told people this, but that's how I came up with my name. Because when I was younger, teachers always didn't know how to spell my name, and they tell you like, okay, well write it how it's supposed to sound so they remember. So I've been calling myself Jazan ever since I was a kid, but I didn't really, <laughs> it didn't really click until I was like, oh, this is like a name I can use. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah you're man, really Taking
2: it and owning. Yeah, it. and
1: exclusive is just the other name. But, like I just added Jazan exclusive. Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> it is though. It is. I don't. Yeah. I think yep, you're yep. the first
2: design I've ever met before. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. <laughs> so music, music started for you in high school. Mm-hmm. Like, have you always um, been into music? Like, yeah. You know what? What kind of inspired that? What made you think? You know what? I think I want to create music for myself.
1: Right, right. Um, it's funny because we're in Ohana Hale Marketplace, and so I'm poet, seeing all yeah. the Hawaiiana stuff. <laughs> Maybe it's corporate stuff, but whatever. <laughs> it's still Hawaii and Polynesia and stuff and. Um, I started with music by playing, like, ukulele when I was young. Mm-hmm. So many, like, Hawaii kids love playing ukulele. We, we grew up around music in Hawaii. That's just how we are. Hula. Yeah. hula. Even if you're, like, Filipino, we do, like, ballroom dancing and, like, yeah, all yeah, this yeah. other stuff. Polynesians have, like, all their different ways of dancing and their different cultures. And, like, singing karaoke is a big part of Filipino culture. So Ooh, that's
2: funny that you say <laughs> that. Like, I, so my family's not Filipino. We're Chamorro. Right, but, like, on right. The, the but it's still... Yeah, it's similar. Yeah. And so like on the cul-de-sac that I grew up on, we had like two houses down from us, there was a Filipino family and they're wow. like my second parents. Yes. And we'd always like go and put in at their place and yes. like you knew you knew the night was about to like wrap up when all the uncles <laughs> were singing karaoke to Purple yeah. Rain by Prince. Yes. Yeah, like it was yeah. as soon as Purple Rain starts, it,
1: the night's over. Yep, like yep, everybody's yep, done. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, like it's so it's kind of like I didn't get into hip hop or rap or spoken word till I was in high school, mm-hmm. but it was always there, you know, growing yeah. up, and at the same time, like my back in like the '90s and stuff, I had younger cousins who were break dancing, and they were growing up. In the, they were growing up in the '80s, uh-huh. you know, and um, yeah. I came in in the early '90s, and my parents are from the '80s too, so like they they know about break dancing, they know about DJs and the clubs and all that. They were young when they yeah, had they me. Were and like, get hey, you yeah. didn't know about all that, man. It's like, so
2: funny because like my <laughs> my parents had me young as well, and right. uh, they had me at seventeen. They, wow. were, they grew up. They were born in the '70s. Right, And, right. Uh, and that was a great time for like hip hop, you was, know, the '70s and the '80s. Was. And um, I never really knew about that side of them until I grew graduated high school yeah. we had my um my grad party and my dad full-on broke out break yes, dancing. and i was like yes. and that was when kind of like shuffling was was kind of uh, coming uh, back uh, you know uh, uh. when he started shuffling he yeah he like got on the ground i was like yeah. whoa is that
1: my dad yeah <laughs> my dad has breakdowns at parties too maybe not as good now nah, he, he can he can still still spin though and he's like oh my god that's pretty trippy but yeah my mom like you know just she used to be like a dancer at pro city high school like the whole thing but long story short i um when i was a junior in high school i went to this like youth program at uc berkeley Mm -hmm. which was where we learned about like you know racism systemic oppression and stuff like that and um we were there for about a month and we went on like community crawls where we learned about what's going on in the streets, different community centers, what are people doing learning how to organize, so very like Bay Area kind of kind of mindset mm-hmm. and I've always had that kind of mindset because my mom is also like an entrepreneur she, she went and she educated herself independently, she put herself through school as a single parent, you know, so I was lucky and blessed enough to have grown up with that mindset mm-hmm. so by the time I got into high school and stuff, like I didn't really have a problem with like self-confidence i mean i did in my own way you yeah know, i mean like the typical like teenage right way. but yeah. i always like knew that i had a certain type of confidence that everyone else didn't have and i as i grew into music and spoken word like it just it helped me more yeah you know it was a part of it yeah. yeah so that's the kind of like the gist of it but in I so I did like a bunch of talent shows like when I was in the army when I was in um, HPU we have an annual talent show called the Freak Show and it's held every year at that fun <laughs> um, Hawaii <laughs> Theater so I like sharing about this because I don't really get to say this a lot but yeah like HPU really helped me a lot like aside from getting an education there but being in downtown being around businesses getting to intern all over the place I'm doing this while I'm rapping while I'm making music because my life. I'm like living my life at the same mm, time yeah, you know yeah, so yeah. that's the kind of music i make and where everything comes from so um just the trajectory from then until now like it's a continued trajectory because i know i can do more i know where i want to go in the future so yeah. things like this is a blessing as well sharing your platform so yeah, we're excited yeah. Thank you for letting me share the whole the whole nine yards. 100%. That's yeah. what it's for,
2: man. That's what it's for. And, you know, one thing one thing I think is cool about what you just shared with us is that, um, you know, how you're talking about you went to California, mm-hmm. you did your thing, and then uh, you were at HPU and you were kind of involved because of the position of mm-hmm. the campus. And mm-hmm. this is, that's actually something I never thought about, about right. the location of right. HPU, right. is that it really allows their students the immersive experience mm-hmm. of, you know, kind of, um, I mean, you get your college experience, but yes. you're also, you're, yes. you're yes. involved with um, the commerce around yeah. you the i mean business. it's kind of
1: shady at night so you gotta be careful but <laughs> uh which they need to work on but you know <laughs> they've all they kind of since i've left they've all moved they were in the transition when i was in school but they've all moved basically towards aloha tower marketplace yeah I noticed and so that. that's all hpu stuff hpu students are working at spaghetti factory garden beers hooters you yeah, know <laughs> like yeah we get in it so yeah and um Uh, Yeah, Hawaii Theater. I got to perform there four years in a row. It was like incredible. I I competed the first three years, and I never like won anything or whatever. Mm. But I knew I was always like it was always a good performance, and I always like improved every single time. That's cool. So like institutionally, you've always kind
2: of immersed yourself in a business and in art, and yeah, um, you know, even though that's kind of something you were into because that's like it was just the time and the place Mm -hmm. that um Mm -hmm. brought you there. Mm -hmm. I think um it's important for people to hear that you know, especially creatives because um. There, there's definitely something to be said about uh, immersing yourself. Mm-hmm. For, I mean, like I said, I mm-hmm. know that was like schooling for you, but for people who maybe don't have the traditional mm-hmm. college experience mm-hmm. or the traditional, you know, career experience, uh, I think it's important that they know there's a mm-hmm. lot you can gain from completely immersing yourself in, a, in an environment that is conducive to what you're passionate about. So if you're an, if you're a painter, then you should go and you know be around people yeah. that paint, or yeah. you know go and be out in nature where there's a yeah. lot of in, visual inspiration, and right. in, What right. have you? Um, but that's really cool You know, rap or music Not just rap, but mm-hmm. music in general The arts, that's such a vulnerable space to be in mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I know you said you had like Confidence mm-hmm. growing up mm-hmm. But how do you, get, I mean I'm sure You still had some times where you're insecure Like oh, you're yeah. feeling vulnerable How do you yeah. get past all that?
1: I think um, everyone struggles with self-confidence But I also feel like people do Have self-confidence When we're, when we're born, we breathe in and we cry our first thing we do when we enter this world is use our voice. Oh, that's you deep. know, it's kind of like, woo, like we're here. <laughs> you I come in. Here. Don't tell me you don't <laughs> know how to talk. But it's our culture, it's our society that pushes youth down. You know the drama that our girls, especially, endure in in our different societies and cultures and stuff and households, and it's just a crazy mess sometimes. You so know. So do
2: you feel like, um, <laughs> like it's your civil responsibility to? push past mm. your doubt.
1: I personally think it's parents responsibility but we all know it's different cuz parents come from different generations and yeah, stuff. Yeah. So again, I was very blessed to have a mother that, you know, she grew up with my grandma. So she grew up in a first generation household. My mm. mom was born here and so were the rest of her siblings, my aunties and uncles, but um her, their parents came from the philippines mm. and they brought their grandparents so yeah. i have great grandparents shout out my great grandma carolina she just turned 95 like two wow. days ago happy yeah. birthday grandma yeah that's awesome shout out Eva beach <laughs> and she used to watch us when we lived in waipahu too like Aww. three cousins sharing one towel you know what i'm saying that's so funny <laughs> where like you're bathing in the outside like yes. with the hose yes been there yes <laughs> yes 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 um And it's cool, you know, finding the similarities with, like, Chamorro culture and life on Guahan and everything. Oh, yeah, yeah. So it's super cool. You know,
2: I, um... I've have been. I haven't been fortunate enough to grow up in Guam. Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. like for me, Hawaii is my home, and right, I've, I've right. found that in a lot of ways, I'm very out of touch with my Chamorro culture. Yeah. But being, you know, being surrounded by people um, who appreciate their culture, like yourself, mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm.
2: like you know, my Hawaiian friends, they're yeah. all about it. You yep. know, respect the Mauna, like yep. everything, and it's very yes. inspiring. This cultural movement that's happening around me, it's super inspiring to um, allow me to. Get in touch with my Chamorro side. I mean, you know, I grew up around like you know my family, Mm -hmm. and they, you know, there was a lot of Chamorro influence that way. Mm -hmm. But like, I don't know my mother tongue. You know, I don't, I don't know my language. Same, same, same. Not, um, not
1: officially. Yeah, yeah.
2: I don't know my 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 people's history, and I would really love to. And I and I think that's why I'm so drawn to people like you, where Mm. you know what you're doing with your art is also very rooted in yourself culturally. Mm -hmm, And I mm -hmm. I saw you kind of talking a little bit about how important that is to you. Mm -hmm. Um, Tell us a little more about that. Yeah, yeah.
1: Um, To kind of wrap up the last question sorry i like to move yeah yeah away no away no because i i also want to just be able to stay on cue too I'm, I'm the same way so it's all good we're in our elements yeah <laughs> what are we talking about now <laughs> no um sorry. i got you up uh, so when it comes to confidence like to me i think it's very practical <clears throat> what gave me confidence before music before anything was my mom put me in sports mm-hmm. she put me in soccer when i was eight that was the first like organized sport i played and i sucked I got, like, most improved (laughs) or most uh, spiritual or whatever, whatever they say, like, most hype player or something like that, cheerleader or something, (laughs) Um, but through that, it gave me confidence to join volleyball and basketball in school, and then basketball became, like, where I excelled Mm -hmm. from the rest of elementary through high school, and, um really basketball was really where i really gained my confidence at first honestly and what was funny is that as i was in basketball what are they playing at the games music they're playing t-pain they're playing akon they're playing nelly
2: t-pain is like one of my favorite artists to follow not just because he's badass with his beats but he's an entrepreneur Mm -hmm. have you followed his business he even
1: had like the biggest bounce back like in the recent decade too. Yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. Like he disappeared,
2: and then all of a sudden here he is, and yeah, he's like, yeah. you know, I mean, he he talks about it a lot too, where he's like broke, you know, or mm-hmm. where he was broke and yep. how he came back from that. Yep, and what yep. he's doing to inspire other entrepreneurs is pretty amazing. Yeah. But yep.
1: anyway, that's another side yeah. <laughs> So um, and the, and the homegirls I made during those times in my life, it mm-hmm. really stuck with me till this day. And um, I really, especially for girls, like just speaking, because we are women, like you'd said you play soccer she's done surfing and soccer as well like mm. sports are so important for females like yeah in yeah. asian culture a lot of times they don't encourage the girls to play sports it's like go cheerleading go dancing and then go study to be something <laughs> like
2: yeah well let's let's not take away from yeah. dancing or cheerleading because like, right right like i could not cheerlead like, right right i know right, cheerleading right. gets a bad rap is that like not like a quote right, unquote right, being right, a sport right, right. but like that's a pretty badass right Actually,
1: shouts out all the girls in sports hbu
2: hbu has a great cheerleading team like i've seen some of their promo videos and that shit is insane yeah yeah super insane but yeah you know i 100% agree because uh, i was in sports all year Mm round as well mm -hmm. i did soccer softball i ran track and cross country and all that and it really uh, from a young age it it definitely shaped who i was and it empowers you and i think as women is definitely Mm -hmm. very important Mm -hmm. um you know and it also teaches you a lot of really critical skills Mm -hmm. like working with others Mm -hmm. um Creating solutions, Mm -hmm, you know, like mm -hmm. all of these things that people don't really realize happen. Team
1: before yourself, yes. Holding yourself accountable, responsibility
2: and duty, you know. And And a lot of people don't really feel mm -hmm. like that comes off of you know playing on the field, Mm -hmm, but it totally does.
1: I mean, you can learn that from school and stuff, but we already know how school can be for some for kids, you know. So, Mm -hmm. anyways, that's 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 the whole thing about that. So, shouts out all the parents that are putting kids in sports and. You know, letting the coaches coach and all that kind of stuff, you know? So it's very exciting. And even the competitive nature, again, like hip-hop, entrepreneurship. Mm -hmm. Like, it was just... I just learned all of that. So by the time I got into music, I knew... Like, when I was in high school, I was already, like, printing covers for my mixtapes and, like, getting business cards. But the music might not have been there yet, (laughs) you know? I was still, like... Uh, Remixing like Lil Wayne songs and stuff like that. But it taught me because that was the free throws I was shooting, you know. I don't make them all, and certainly not the ones you first make, you know. But But you you keep doing it. it, you keep doing it, and now. Um, we're almost like a decade in and we're not like completely super paid or, you know, let, but we're getting there, mm-hmm. you know, and the brand is growing. And, and I everything. see you. Yeah, yeah, like I
2: see your social media. I see you're really active in what right. you do. You're promoting your video. You mm-hmm. are doing shows. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, that kind of brings me back to the vulnerability question, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. because... Um, I know for like some people who may not have the same confidence you do, they're mm-hmm. they're really timid about putting their art right, out there. Right, right, right. And you know how do how do we start a conversation to empower more creatives? You know, Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. like to uh, to step outside of their comfort zone and yeah. put their art out there because yeah. I mean art in itself is very vulnerable. But like I feel like spoken word is especially mm-hmm. vulnerable mm-hmm. because there's so many different you know things that are just right up, mm-hmm. like right in mm-hmm. front of you versus like an art piece like this you know this mural that we're right. sitting in front right. of, it can sit Damn. there it can sit there and people can walk past it and judge it as they please yeah. but when you're up on stage and you're singing to somebody or you're rapping or you're, you know mm-hmm. you're speaking like that 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 uh what's that called that judgment is in your face mm-hmm. like you can really feel it right, so right, right, like right. how do you battle that
1: well at a, at a basic level people are so scared to talk in front of other people So me choosing to go up, I already know my head game, my head game, (laughs) (laughs) my mindset is already like bigger. We were kind of nervous going into um, the high school class today because, like I said, I've done um, workshops and stuff in Hawaii with middle schoolers and in the Philippines, um, which was like youth and college age students mm-hmm. um, and then of course like teaching at Remington but most people in the world are scared to talk in front of people no matter what language you speak or what yeah. country you're in people are generally kind of scared to do that and me choosing to be an MC like actually like the art of being an MC like I choose to be the master of the ceremony because I am the master of the <laughs> ceremony cuz I'm up here and they're not
2: I like that you said <laughs> the art of MC mm-hmm. because um, my love for music and my love for hip hop mm-hmm. uh, goes so deep and right. it's rooted in MCing. Like yeah. that was the birth of hip hop yeah, and lyricism. Yeah, yeah and uh that's it doesn't awesome. it doesn't get enough uh doesn't get enough love you know yeah. i feel like people yeah. think oh emceeing is just so you get up there and you talk on a mic mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. they don't realize like there's a lot that goes into it yeah. Like, yeah you got to read your crowd you got to yeah. be able to yeah. you know appease them and like you know drop like drop mm-hmm. a drop the appropriate line here to get yes. this reaction yes. and, yeah yes. it's, it does flow yes. to it and i think that's why it's so I, I couldn't do it right, but right. i that's why i admire so many people um like yourself that do it you know it's, yeah, it's, yeah. A, it's definitely an and art. you're also
1: curating this platforming so you're like the Thank MC, you. the master of ceremony of this platform. Thanks, you know. Thanks. Yeah, <laughs> I never really thought about it that way, but yeah. that makes that you're gassing me up, girl. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, it's it is very vulnerable, and you know, it, it comes in phases as an mm-hmm. artist, especially if you're really trying to do it. Especially if you're trying to do it from the come up, and your numbers might not look as big as other people's. Like, mm-hmm. are you really that popping? But let me tell you, I know guys, girls, whatever, who are who are at. 6k 10k 30k and i give props to the ones that are super real and are out there and really doing it and you see them at the shows and they're a real legit Mm -hmm. person regardless of if you may be close with them outside of the the limelight or whatever like they're up close and personal they have a story to tell i respect those mcs at the same time i know guys who have the same type of follower count but you pull up at shows and they're bringing the same amount of people i'm bringing like, so what is what does it mean to be popping it's mm. such a it's such a weird thing to think about you know like especially with social media yeah where like every
2: like there's a lot of people who um measure their value based on the, how many yeah. followers they have yeah. but like yeah. you said like some people have like uku billion followers but then they show up to a show and there's like five yeah. people there
1: exactly it's like their family <laughs> exactly and there's nothing wrong with that maybe they're just mm. not in this the physical place where their fan base is at mm. or something and um, just because you can amass a certain amount of following doesn't even mean that you're successful because there are entrepreneurs or whatever IG people out there who are trying to monetize their brand and they're actually not mm-hmm. because they might have a big reach but they're not going to them for that value mm. you know so yeah um, particularly for rapping and like the whole stigma of like SoundCloud rappers and stuff to me it's the same way people tell me like oh, Filipinos are not this way and that way, or they have stereotypes about Hawaii people, like whatever stereotypes I have to deal with, I already know who I am. So I don't I like need to... I, I explain who I am. I showcase who I am in my music, in my videos, in my content. I don't need to prove it to anybody. Yeah, you know, yeah, I mean, yeah. I do as a, as a consumer, as a customer, mm-hmm. I need to bring value. But if I don't bring value to you... It, maybe it's, okay. it's not. Maybe it's, it's not, not for thing. you. Yeah, 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 your yeah. You're okay yeah. with that. Like right, you're not gonna. Right. You're not
2: gonna be able to please everybody. So like you own who you are. You're comfortable in that. Yeah. And if yeah. you don't, you know, if you don't uh, reach somebody in particular, if yeah. they don't like your music. You're okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: And is that gonna stop you from doing art? Is that gonna stop you from creating? No. You just <coughs> keep doing it. Like, you, if I feel like if you continue to stay on a path and you stay committed to something, you will continue to get better and you will find find your way you know (laughs) yeah
2: you know uh when before i started this podcast i was um grabbing i was grabbing beer at this uh this craft brewery Mm. and i was waiting in line and I, i got to talking with the guy that was standing behind me and we he was a, he's an entrepreneur mm. and I was like you know as the conversation flowed I was like you know what let me just let me ask you your opinion about this idea mm-hmm. so I pitched him the idea of the podcast and he was like he was like oh that's you know that's a pretty good you yeah. know idea nobody's really talking about it blah 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 and I was like yeah but what if nobody wants to listen to it, you know, mm-hmm. like, what if, what if, like, nobody finds any value in it, and his words to me, and this is re- what really, like, kicked me in the butt to, like, actually start it, was he was, like, you know, what well, if you make it, they'll come, mm-hmm. so it doesn't really matter, like, just, just do it, you know, and right, if, if right, right, people right. don't want to listen to it, they don't listen to it, but right. he's, like, but for every person that won't listen to it, there's going to be someone who will, mm-hmm.
1: and I was, mm-hmm. like, oh, you know, that's, that's a great perspective, Right. Like, right okay. Right. And the canvas is changing nowadays, like, what happened was, like, I think, even like even just a decade ago so before i even knew about the technical aspects of recording because emceeing and writing and free, fl- free flowing for your friends is one story yeah. actually recording and then like putting it out is a different yeah. one yeah there's then, layers to this and then like performing and putting out projects like that's a totally different mm-hmm. thing um but in the beginning especially for people who may not be extroverted and they may be more introverted i would say Just continue to be who you are Because people who are like you Will like you Will gravitate Right Like I watch Like I watch Snoop Dogg For certain content But I don't expect like Martha Stewart to make the same content because I go to her for a different type of content. That's such a great collaboration, by the way. Let's (laughs) just draw on that topic. Exactly. Oh, my God. And then they can come together. Yeah, and I love that. I think that's the perfect
2: uh, example of how, you know, different minds Mm -hmm. can connect for great things, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. Like Because who would have thought Snoop Dogg and Martha Stewart. (laughs) Yep, yep,
1: yep. And you're coming from, you know, your experience with, like, the corporate world and Mm -hmm. everything and what you got into and then we're coming from all these different angles and it's just about building and I would say that it's really incredible to do this in Hawaii right now yeah like, <laughs> I was just talking
2: with one of my friends that you know, it's a, um, a very unique and incredible time right now because I feel like there's a, there's an upcoming movement that's happening mm-hmm, where mm-hmm. people are starting to get hip to the function that you know what uh, there is a little more that we can do yep, you know yep, there's, yep. Th- there's a room for me in this world yep, I feel yep. like a lot of people are starting to realize because um, there's been there's always like that um that uh, scarcity mindset like mm-hmm, well mm-hmm. why should i do this or mm-hmm. why should i do that because other people are doing it mm-hmm, you know and that can mm-hmm. be a self, that can be a limiting belief that yeah, people have to yeah. hold them back from being a business or anything but just right. just actually doing right, you know right, like right, right. picking up the paintbrush to paint mm-hmm. like i had this friend Uh, she posted uh, that she's, you know, she started painting or Mm. something like that. And it was completely out of her comfort zone. It's something new to her. Mm -hmm. And she expressed that she was very insecure and she didn't want to do it anymore because she looked back on her stuff and she just started, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And she's like, yeah, you know, my my stuff sucks and it doesn't look good and blah, Mm. blah, blah. And I I I feel very passionately about this. And I had to hit her up and I was like, I was like, who cares? Mm -hmm. Do it. I was Mm -hmm. like, my favorite thing. I mean, you know, as someone who cannot... um, or cannot right, draw right, cannot right, sing right. or that's anything not like that that's not skill that's not my skill but like as someone who appreciates art, one of my absolute favorite things about um, an artist is watching their progression, seeing how mm, they've how they've come mm-hmm, so far mm-hmm. from being you know drawing circles and squares right. to now they have this like real life you know uh-huh, realistic uh-huh. Uh, portrait and yeah I was like just now do Zach it. is like, on the
1: news like yeah, you know <laughs> right
2: like look at Zach like he just started that like ten months ago yeah, and yeah, yeah. now yeah. he's like getting interviewed by TFC yeah, and you know he's yeah, on the news yeah, and all that yeah. and that's the thing is like you know we all start somewhere mm-hmm, and that's the thing that's mm-hmm. I think it's important for us to remember is that. Every expert at something was once super shitty at it, mm-hmm, you know? Mm-hmm, they had to start somewhere. Yeah, mm-hmm. And it's just your persistency and your consistency mm-hmm. to your craft and your dedication to your craft to make something of it. Yeah. And, it, like, yeah, I think that's cool that that's what you're
1: doing. Music's <laughs> tough, man. Music's a tough yeah, scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How are you feeling with, like, shows and stuff? <laughs> um, here in Hawaii, you know, when I first started, just to give a little bit of backstory, my first, like, experience doing shows was initially performing poetry in california at the program i told you about Mm -hmm. that was back in 2009 that really was the first time i went up in front of like peers because i wrote like for myself and my mom she encouraged me to write so i did do like diary entries and journaling and like positive affirmation sort of stuff as a kid like i grew up with that um in high school, I excelled like in creative writing and English and stuff like that. So, um, by the time I, I I learned about poetry, it was just a consistent thing. So I was already. Initially, like right out of high school, aside from basketball, I was kind of like in the church scene. Okay. So a lot of so shouts out Waipahu United Church of Christ. That's my family's church. Yeah. In Waipahu. Dope. Yeah. So we we're probably know like same people. Probably Waipahu was a small place. Yeah. <laughs> and um, we had like this crew. We were called the Broke Kid Project. This is exclusive stuff. I've never talked about this really? like publicly. I'm honored. Like publicly, publicly. Okay. I've done I'm on like honored. you know Insta a little bit, mm. but um. Yeah, and but we're putting it out there yeah, today. So <laughs> we were we didn't stay connected for too long, but we were all like in high school and college at the time and it was basically like my little cousins, my little friends. My cousin Ryan, um he made beats on GarageBand and stuff. So he would pull up to my apartment in Salt Lake me and my mom's apartment uh-huh. and he would bring like the little crew of like teenage boys from Waipahu. That's and how they would, starts, man. and we would be remixing Lil Wayne songs, talking a bunch of nonsense. <laughs>
2: And that was, like, a fun time (laughs) for for mixing beats because that was when, like, Chopped and Screwed, like, was, like, the whole style was Yes, and jerking. (laughs) And,
1: oh, girl. Yeah. Like, the whole thing. And I was was into that scene. And, like, I didn't, like, dance, per se, in high school. But Mm -hmm. I did, like, dance for, like, Homecoming. And people always knew that we were, like, vibing and jamming. And, like, with sports, too. Like, we Mm -hmm. all dance when we freaking play basketball and stuff. Um, So it was just... My, my experience in doing shows, I'm really grateful for all of the experiences I have. And um, I would say starting, like I said, I graduated in 2016. So I kind of like hit the ground w- running in 2017 and 2018. Mm-hmm. And this was after doing like competitions and yeah. talent shows. So I started going into the actual hip hop scene. The thing about it is like I would say just being completely honest, um, The outward scene accepts me. Like, you know, you, like you, you're coming from not necessarily the hip hop scene, but for the most part, I always had like academia on my side. Mm -hmm. I always kind of had like females on my side. It was the actual like boy driven scene Mm. that I kind of had to prove myself in. So when I got in, they didn't expect. And people till this day like tell me they don't expect me to be like that after I I perform perform. because I don't come in like, Like, I mean, I am a little bit, but I don't come (laughs) off like that, you know, and then I perform and then people are like, oh, shit, I I wasn't expecting that. And people think that I'm younger than them and I'm not, Mm -hmm. you know, like I've had guys be like, oh, that was young. And I'm like, don't call me young and I'm older than you. And I've been doing it longer, yeah, you yeah. know. Like, put so, some respect in your voice when yeah, you talk to yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, Didn't like. you just see me perform? Like, hello. Wasn't your girlfriend just dancing on me? Like. <laughs> 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 it's true. There's footage of those situations, you know?
2: Yeah, like um, watch out, but, this is still your girl. but at the
1: same time, I'm super grateful to be part of Hawaii hip hop. You know, yeah. we're like a big clan, a big family, mm-hmm. and we can't deny it because we all at the same places, we're all gonna meet yeah. around the same people. So mm-hmm. I think the good thing about Hawaii scene is that nobody is too high makamaka like the guys who are really about it, and um one thing that was happening before now that wasn't happening before and other people will say this too is like we didn't really have a lot of collaboration as we do now and maybe through social media community organizing is a little bit different and more Mm -hmm. open and fluid um so it's really cool to see how the scene has changed and now i'm kind of entering like i wouldn't say i'm like a veteran but like i'm almost entering that stage where now I'm at the point where i can bring on people to my yeah. shows and stuff yeah. so like you you have enough experience to right. pass it on right and yeah. i just knew that a lot of people might not agree with like doing local shows all the time going chinatown going da- hawaiian bryans like doing all those different open mics and stuff but i live for that this why, is why not this bro? is hip-hop you know like yeah. yeah i'm about going to the big stages i'm doing pride tomorrow you oh, know cool. yeah, at yeah, yeah. waikiki shell yeah, but i will at the same time pull up to an open mic in chinatown what, you know do you think, i mean is
2: there really a lot of people out there that are like anti-small shows because they're too they're too Some, big or what? i think
1: a lot of times guys just get burnt out like they oh. didn't really have a business plan going into it mm. and so that's the part where i come in and where i know i bring my value because yeah. first of all i'm a female i'm a veteran and i'm educated mm. and let's not forget i'm hawaii born and raised and i'm full Filipino, bro. Yeah. Like. Yeah, I have Spanish, Chinese, whatever inside of me, you know, <laughs> but I'm Filipino. Yeah, like yeah, I that's grew you up are. doing, being Filipino. Uh-huh. That's who I am mm-hmm. in Hawaii. So I'm so sorry I keep hitting go. this. You're fine. Uh, so it's just really exciting to see how the shows have grown. And I will say that considering like performing, like competing in L.A. in different competitions and then going to tour in the Philippines, um, Hawaii scene, what's hard about it is that uh, we are small and we're tight-knit so it's hard for us to really really expand yeah but what i'm saying is now people are banding together and crews are kind of like coming more together, meddling yeah. together and putting on shows for causes and things like mauna kea has brought more people into the limelight and music doing, with a purpose yes coming together yeah. and i think that's what was missing because hawaii has already been corporatized we've seen we see, we see Waikiki, we see Kailua, mm-hmm. Eva Beach, Kapolei, everywhere. They're coming to Waipahu, too. You see that rail? They're yeah, going right through us. It's such us, an eyesore, man. It's such an eyesore. So, um... Yeah, it's just really cool to see how the shows have grown. And, you know, there is a time and place to be in the club and getting hype. I have songs for that, too. But I also feel like there's a deeper message and deeper skill and gift that I have, which is why I, I've i grown into a passion of going into the schools, mm-hmm. you know, using music to teach not just music but financial literacy that's what i did today at Mm -hmm. roosevelt you know um right now just full discretion i work at palama settlement and i'm like the in-house tutor for Mm -hmm. their students over there and i'm using a hip-hop curriculum to teach them um grammar literacy comprehension like hip-hop is just such an amazing tool. It's not just music. It's not just rap music. It's a whole mindset. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. And like, it's it's your it's your yeah. vehicle. Yes. Yeah, yes. that's awesome. Uh, <laughs> I, I want to get to your um, your tour, right? Yeah. That sounds awesome. Yeah. But before we move on to that part, I like what you said about collaboration. Mm-hmm. I'm 100% um, behind collaboration mm-hmm. within industries and outside of our, our industries. Mm-hmm. And I think mm-hmm. that's why I have so much fun connecting with people, mm-hmm. you know, that are, you know, doing different things. Mm-hmm. Uh, because like you said, you know, you have this small scene of hip hop and music in Hawaii and um, before where everybody might have been pitted against each other Mm -hmm. now everybody's kind of coming together and I'm a big believer that we're stronger
1: together yeah and we are growing together like it's it's awesome what's happening. You know yeah. what I mean. And
2: like you know, how much how much more effective and how much more uh, powerful are we when mm-hmm. we can pull our resources together? Like right, you might know right, some people right. that I don't know, or I might know right, some people that right. you don't know. And you know, and somehow, some way, even though our industries are completely different, mm-hmm, maybe mm-hmm. we can help each other out. Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, and I think it's a beautiful thing. And I think that's great that you're using your passion to positively affect other people and this is one thing i liked about zach too is that Mm -hmm. he's also a teacher he's an educator as well and you know rather than being rigid in what you do with your Mm -hmm. art like you're expounding on it and you're really finding different and creative ways to um use that to empower yourself to positively affect others mm-hmm, in teaching mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. yeah it's such a great way because like you know you wouldn't think like okay you're a rapper and you're also a teacher yep, like, yep, you know what yep, I mean yep, yep, and yep. one of the most beautiful things about that is being able to break a stigma Yeah. and you know as women yes, I, th- I know we've, we've yes, probably come across that a lot yes. of breaking stigmas but as a rapper for sure yeah, too you know like yeah, I'm sure people approach yeah. you and they have this they have this perception of uh-huh, who you are uh-huh. and then you just kind of shatter that yeah. yeah who you yeah. actually and are and
1: even being with youth like I it's not I use rap but when I first meet them, they don't know that mm-hmm. about me. So I look like just another auntie trying to tell them, do your homework and whatever. <laughs> and yeah, I am going to be there to do yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. You know? But and then you hit them with a few but bars. But then I hit like, them with oh! a few bars and I'm like, yeah, so do your homework, Jimmy. <laughs> you know? <laughs> like, yeah, we're going to rap. Yeah, we can freestyle all you want, but you need to learn where like, this is what's important you need to learn yeah. geography I'm sorry <laughs> if it was up to me maybe we wouldn't be doing that but and yeah that, you know and that, that also
2: that also I think opens the door for the idea that it's okay to be multifaceted mm-hmm. it's okay to be you know to like oh, this yeah. and to like that you don't have to fit into one yeah. category one avenue yeah. like you know what I mean Yeah. which I think is dope that's, that's yeah. pretty cool today
1: we met a female um football player at Roosevelt that was Word? one of the students oh today. my gosh Yeah, that's harsh I don't think I could ever In contact nice Cool, like, you know, <laughs> and even at Palama the there is one girl who plays flag football mm-hmm. and she's there with her brothers, you know. I can get
2: down with flag football, but like <laughs> not like direct contact. Like I right. you wouldn't see me you wouldn't catch me dead like Right, right. No, I can't be doing football
1: like that. Holy crap. That's crazy. <laughs> but um yeah.
2: What's your uh, what's your style like? What's your mm. personal style?
1: Mm bruh, I don't know. Nah. Um I would say I'm like I'm goofy, but I'm witty Mm -hmm. at the same time. Like, I make, I like to make people laugh. Like, growing up, again, like, in a local Filipino family, like, again, I was blessed to kind of, my dad was born in Davao, Philippines, but Mm -hmm. he came here when he was eight, so he was very, like, he grew up in Waipahu, you know, riding bike, Manapua truck, like, so I'm glad that I kind of got to grow up in the spaces my my parents grew up, and that's why, as much as I want to move to the mainland, or, like, you know, it's all, like, I just want to make that jump sometimes but at the same time i do want to have kids and i do, we do take care of kids already mm-hmm. you know and i want my kids to be hawaii kids like i'm just biased I you, like I, I cannot go ve- i want to go vegas and like you know my kids could go to school and all that but then it's like yeah but they'll never know about manapua truck and the I beach. Feel you, like I feel they're you. gonna be like what was your name of your school kalihi aina whatever <laughs> like like, like. <laughs> yeah like no i don't want that i want them to that's so Be funny from the island you my, know my family like we,
2: even <laughs> though i was raised here my family shortly after i graduated in 2010 right. they moved to texas and they took my siblings wow. with them and my brother was just going into his freshman year of high school wow. and my, my sisters are small they're like um they're 10 and 13 mm. like, you know they so they were little when they left and um i mean obviously they moved for better resources and it right, worked out right, for them right right, right but right. my mom's been like my mom's been trying to get me to move out to texas for like years yeah, like, yeah since yeah. 2010 Mm-mm. and i you know i i agree with you something's just been keeping me mm-hmm. here Something soulfully has been um, tying me to Hawaii and I think and I actually think this is it you know it took me it took me a long time took me almost 10 years to figure it out but I think this is you know the work that I'm doing with the podcast and you know um, finding my place in the entrepreneurial space is what I is what I've been uh, trying to figure out you know trying to
1: to get to which I think is cool and so that's kind of where your style your Mm -hmm. inspiration comes Mm -hmm. from yeah Um, and it's like hip hop you know like I always rock a hat like Mm -hmm. all the time I mean not all the time actually anymore but Um, Again, like coming from like the basketball world, Mm. the like you're really Filipino. (laughs) Yeah, like the basketball world, like the whole thing and like Filipinos, like breakdancing, like it's just my style is me. But yeah, I am like a little bit goofy. Um, My actual style now that I see people radiating with. Um, it's really grown because I think my job now, as like an MC, or if I was to talk about branding, is like just to show the fun parts of Filipino culture, because there is a time and place, and I do get deep like there is a time and place to talk about the deep of our traumas and our stories Mm -hmm. and there are artists who are my friends and my peers that are doing that on grand levels you know and it's inspiring because at first when you come in and you're independent rapper and it's cool to to get big in the local scene I would say that I'm pretty respected or at least growing respect Mm -hmm. and awareness in the local scene yeah um but I also have friends who are doing it at bigger levels who are already reaching like major connections and stuff and at first when I first started meeting them I did get a little intimidated because that's what happened to me so I went to Christian Academy and at Christian Academy I was good at basketball because it was a smaller school right even till this day people will be like oh my god like that's what they remember (laughs) me (laughs) from which is crazy because I haven't played like organized sports since I was in Uh since I was in high school then I went to Moanalua High School and I was like oh man these are gonna be like public school girls like they're more like you know lit or had more competition than me then i went there and i got like pretty good there Mm -hmm. too and so um and then i joined the military after high school and i was like man i'm gonna be with like mainland people and their go-go-getter attitude and they're not gonna know how to like communicate with me and i'm like what the hell am i talking about you know every single time i um what do you call uh uh, underestimate myself I always pull through you know Ooh, so there's no one. point there's no point in underestimating yourself yeah. so
2: no there's no point in drawing boundaries
3: for right ourselves. right yeah. so
1: people people around us do that enough for us already <laughs> as it is yeah so I I really like that about mm. myself and so that's why I'm using songs like chicken joy rap I have a song called chicken joy rap Cute. going on tour talking about the actual places I've seen in Hawaii mm-hmm. I talk about that in my stories and in my music so that's who I am and I think it's important to stay rooted in your culture and all of that and in Hawaii it's cool because I am Filipino but being Filipino in California is different than being Filipino in Hawaii Mm -hmm. you know and the things that we've grown up with and, and gone through and the island culture is different from growing up in, you know New York or the Bay or whatever you know yeah. so it's really an important and at first I did underestimate myself I was like man I don't know if my story is gonna resonate not a lot of people are in Hawaii not even pe- people don't really know hip-hop is in Hawaii but for some reason, I kept to it, and I'm doing it, you know? You know what? Yeah, I'm, I'm <laughs>
2: thankful that you showed up. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's very cool. Is yeah. that is that the reason why you went to uh, the Philippines for your tour? Uh, because of, you know, your, like, that's what you said that's where your dad grew up, right? Right, right,
1: right. So um, <laughs> we've said this, but long story short, basically, like, we brainstorm a lot, me and my partner. Mm-hmm. And, um, again, we've been doing local shows pretty much every weekend for almost, like, two years already, going mm-hmm. on three. And just trying to build up the the local traction the social medias and stuff and by the time mid 2018 hit so last year she was like you know you gotta do something big you gotta you gotta expand something because you're doing it already here you're learning everything over here um and truth be told like you don't always get paid over here Mm -hmm. and that's the thing that i want to change and why i'm bringing up my brand so much Mm. because we do deserve to get paid yeah but there needs to be a caliber for that and there yeah, needs like to, you be, have to be able
2: to earn that yes value. and there needs
1: to be kind of like a way to showcase that and mm-hmm. for me I'm happy that I did choose to go to school and that I did choose to study what I studied because anybody can learn how to become a creative you didn't go to yeah. school to, to learn all of this yeah but you can use your passion backed with like a business mindset you're out of here because yeah. so many people are talented, but they don't have a business mindset, and they think that their art is what's not it's making them successful. Yeah, your yeah. art is going to make you successful, but it's your back end mm. that you That's don't the know. Plan. Yeah, and a lot of people tend to like they start feeling sorry for themselves. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's like a island culture or an Asian culture, or like oh. I think you know, as an Asian, I yeah. think as an Asian,
2: predominant cultures, um,
1: we tend to put a lot of pressure right, on ourselves, right, which is what it is. Right, yeah. right. But for me, I saw that you know there was there hasn't been like a big big female hip-hop artist or even like star from Hawaii mm-hmm. I mean there are there have been and we've grown in reggae in films and all of that we have Bruno Mars and all that good stuff you know that was that but, was an
2: amazing story with Bruno Mars about right. how he, he had watched Michael Jackson uh, yes. perform in a Alo- uh, was it a little stadium yeah, yeah, yeah and then yeah. here he had sold it out three days yes, in a row like yes. amazing and that's what I'm talking about like watching the the progress of somebody yeah, I yeah. just
1: I love it so I told myself like years ago I was like you know you may not see a successful female rapper or they might come and go Mm -hmm. or you know what I mean but if you don't see a leader in your life, and my girlfriend can attest to this too, like if you don't see a role model in your life, guess what? That means you You're gotta the, be the, the role model. model. Yes,
2: you gotta step up
0: and yes. show for yourself. Yeah,
1: yeah,
2: and you know um, <laughs> the listeners aren't, you know, they don't see her, but G is sitting next with yeah. next to us, <laughs> and in Ohana Marketplace, and that's uh, Jazan's partner. Mm-hmm. You know what? So G, it was your idea, right, to uh, take the tour? Is mm-hmm. that right? Yeah. yeah. I, Hold on. I, I, yeah, yeah. Let me get you this mic. <laughs>
3: So, the only reason why I told her, like, let's go international is because it's hard to be nationally known. So, let's just skip that and just go international because the world is huge. Okay. Like, if we're not nationally known, who cares? We were nat- internationally, <laughs> yeah, internationally known. Like, yep. it's okay. Yep. Yeah.
1: It was kind of like, it just made sense. we already halfway there. I love that. And it's crazy because I have homegirls who are, like, in the Bay Area in New York Mm -hmm. on the East Coast touring, doing all this kind of stuff. And to me, I'm like, damn, girl, like, you in the mainland, you're doing all of that. And guess what they tell me? Like, damn, girl, you get to be in Hawaii and Philippines and you get to do all that. And I'm like... It's broken mirrors, it's, you know, like <laughs> it's all about perspective. Yeah you, know? like yeah. you have to
2: you know, you have to be able to own where you are and appreciate yes, where you are instead yes. of like comparing and yourself I think to other people. Local
1: businesses, local people, local brands and the new generation. We're starting to build that in Hawaii. Yeah. It's cool.
2: What you said about the business mindset and yeah. I think this is a great um uh, level of value that you have Mm -hmm. to bring to the hip hop culture Mm -hmm. or or rap scene here Mm -hmm. in Hawaii is that you're knowledgeable about that and Mm -hmm. you see that you know this is a gap of understanding that Mm -hmm. up and coming artists have Mm -hmm. and you know I think it's great that you know you kind of have you can fill that space you can kind of be the mentor you know so when you know you have an artist you made a good point too about artists uh failing and then them thinking it's their art mm-hmm. that's failing but mm-hmm. rather it's because they don't understand the landscape that they're in yes. it's not just yes. about creating the art it's yes. also about marketing yourself mm-hmm. it's also about you know getting exposure mm-hmm. and being smart mm-hmm. about how you operate your time mm-hmm. and and these are these are nuances that you know you're just not taught unless you're mm-hmm. either immersed in an entrepreneurial or right. business uh, right. setting right. or you've gone to school for it right so I, i'm really excited to see uh you know i mean i don't mean to put responsibility on your mm-hmm. shoulders here but i'm excited to see how you contribute that to our local creatives yes. You know, the up-and-coming artists that follow in your footsteps. That's really cool. And, uh, you know, fearlessly, like, going on tour, you're like, G was like, no, we're just going to skip the national. We're just going to go international. That's that's dope. Yeah, it was really cool.
1: We, honestly, at some point, both of us were like, I don't know if we can do it. But it's like, nah, we can't. What's
2: what's the logistics behind going on tour? What does that look like? Thank you
1: for asking this. I'm curious. Here, I'm going to
3: give the mic to G. Hold on. So, I worked a lot so like I said I worked at the airport I'm a former um, account manager for international Airlines so my account was a a so a a was like the five-star airlines to go to Japan and these are the um, same airlines that brought the bigger airline um, bigger planes that hold up to 500 plus passengers and um, I worked a lot while she was in school, mm-hmm. in the military. I let her finish all that. Mm-hmm. And I was like, just focus on music. I'll do all the financial mm-hmm. stuff. Mm-hmm. I'll upgrade our, I'll invest yeah. into our business. It took months
1: and years yeah. to, to grow. But
3: but like <laughs> just, I was, um, because we went to the Philippines in 2017. And I'm originally from the Philippines. And that was her first time. So I'm actually first generation here. Mm-hmm. And my first language is Ilocano. So, I lost that language, but I can understand fully. So, I brought her, and that was the first time I ever brought somebody to my family, <laughs> to my like, province. Like the province. Like the province. <laughs> and... Um, I see how she interacted with my family how she embraced the culture of pumping water washing dishes Mm -hmm. with three different kind of like buckets You know (laughs) and watching a chicken just like die, but it's gonna be feeding us You know what I mean? Like that was the first day and she see she's like looking at this and like I was happy that she bought like a a freaking goat for my family like so
1: two years before this tour Um, I went to her family's province for the first time. So that was my first time in the Philippines. So it kind of like, it was like the prep work, (laughs) the prep work to think about that. And um, fast forward to this year, to answer your question, um, we just did it ourselves. Like, you know, like a CSI or Law and Order, we took out the map and like (laughs) visually we looked at it. I went on Instagram, so this is the plug, guys. I went on Instagram and Twitter, but largely Instagram. I looked up hashtags, Davao Hip-Hop, Mindanao Mm -hmm. Hip-Hop, which is the region um, Davao is in, Philippines Hip-Hop, that led me to DJ's venues um, artists, artist mm-hmm. and I did it all th- basically through DMs. Like, and you just connected with them, yeah, and you just hit them yeah, up. I am like, hey. Aloha, I'm a Pinai artist yeah, yeah. from Hawaii and usually at, at there I'm already sold, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm you Filipino. Oh, okay, yeah, let's yeah, do yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. But um, it was interesting because a lot of our homies over there that we met, they were saying that it's hard for them to get into, like, other venues Mm -hmm. outside of just regular bars. So I was able to kind of put them in that space. So I didn't want to just, like, exploit the city and just go because... Um, but let me just back up here. It made a lot of financial sense. Mm-hmm. So we have a friend who lives in Davao who has a house, a mm-hmm. car, knows the language. She grew up there, and I met her through the military. We, we served together. Yeah, okay. And so, so you guys had a connect Yeah, already. so we had a connect, and of course my dad's family is from there, but we don't really have family there, but just that kind of background, mm-hmm. it just it, it went familiar. well. Yep, yep. And we already went to the Philippines before, and we're like, you know, I think we can do it. And um, we fundraised. Uh, I did a lot of shows where I just, you know, sold CDs, T-shirts, mm-hmm. whatever. Um, I did a campaign on Indiegogo. And so that's a really good campaign that I've used. But there's other crowdsourcing stuff out there. So crowdsourcing was a big part of my campaigns as well, like fundraising. Um, and so, yeah, man, that, that's how we, we did really it. You really just got creative. Yeah, like we, we looked it up. We, wow. we booked it. We planned it. And it was funny because in Filipino culture, I knew that... Um, I only went there having like three or four booked shows, but we doubled it when we got there because you know Hawaii culture philippine culture too like you're not gonna just book all of it digitally you know they gotta see yeah, you. Yeah, so yeah. i went to that first show and after that first show two more people hollered at me That's so insane. it was just a whole thing yeah like when you think
2: about it like the whole idea of like quote unquote going on tour it seems like right. it's a grand thing right you know right, um, right. and it you know you guys just did the down. Yeah, thing yeah just, <laughs> just gotta
1: get practical with it plan it plan your budget figure out how much it is to fly and it it was an investment to get to the philippines but because of our like U.S. currency mm-hmm. and stuff, you don't necessarily need a super super big budget. Yeah, but we were able to stretch it out and budget it that way, and why it's so important to have a business mindset because it's easy to get caught up in I'm making this, I'm doing these parties. Let me just, blow my let me money. just do all of this, <laughs> and it's cool because that's like the hip hop way of what we've been shown. Yeah, but they don't realize that they're doing that because they're sponsored by that or correct, they own correct. the company. Yeah, yeah, You, yeah. Know? you so have to operate just get as a smart, like now everything i wear is basically like i don't really buy clothes anymore you yeah, know yeah. like people give me clothes or i get sponsored so that was another thing too i got sponsorships uh shouts out the homie squeeze play uh fake apparel all those uh living life living aloha hc clothing like all these other companies just giving me clothes yeah, giving me yeah. gear threw it to the people in the philippines they loved it over there That's and, great. and then ultimately just executing and we did a youth workshop too
2: so yeah, and I just want to highlight and shout out G because yeah. uh, just I mean I just met you guys, but I love you guys already.
1: And, you know, <laughs> I, you can
2: tell like you can tell you guys have such a um, like a, a chemistry between you guys, and that you guys care about each other, man. Mm-hmm. And that's where that you know uh, you know there are a lot of people that are doing it on their own, and of course mm-hmm. you know we can thrive mm-hmm. on our own. Yes, but like I yes. mentioned earlier in our conversation, I think that we're better together, mm-hmm. and um, I think it's cool that you between the two of you and your relationship, you guys have that support system. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. like she cares enough about what you're doing yeah. to yeah. sacrifice what she's doing yeah. to allow you to grow, yeah. and then vice versa. You right, know, like right. she said, she just quit her job <laughs> so she could depend on yeah. you guys switching it up. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah, dope. Yeah. And you know, and she with her with her idea, like you know what. Like, Jay Zan, you got to go bigger. Go bigger, go home. We're already home, so you just have to go big. I love that. And that really resonates with me because, you know, it's important. You know, um, whether people that are listening, you know, that are trying to pursue their own passions, you know, whether they have a significant other or not. The the point is to surround yourself with people who care yeah, about you, who yeah. support you, and who are going to push you to yeah, yeah. your you know to um, to attain like your highest self, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and that's important, man. That's that's dope. I love I love getting that energy from you guys. Yeah, so it's that's cool.
1: It's incredible, and I I really appreciate the time to share on our platform and get into the nitty gritty. Yeah, stuff. Man, that's what I, I, I love podcasts. About. I listen to a lot of podcasts. Me too. Who are your podcasts? I was about to say. I was about yeah, to ask you that. yeah, yeah, yeah. Who do you so, listen to?
2: Um, I listen to I like to listen to a lot of um, thought leaders so okay. some people might not think of him as this but mm. I like listening to Joe Rogan Okay, uh, okay. love him. have you listened to him before? I've
1: heard of him yeah yeah,
2: he's so great like even though he's you know an MMA fighter he's a really he's a smart mm. guy and um, what I like about him is he is really good at discussing things with people he doesn't agree with mm. so there's a lot of room for uh, context in his mm-hmm, conversations mm-hmm. a lot of uh, room for expansion in your mind I like listening to Lewis Howes okay. School of Greatness um, Andy Frazella the right. MF CEO so that's cool. for the motherfucking Whoa, CEO, that's super cool. great this guy, Jocko, I was just turned on to him, he's an ex-Navy SEAL, super okay,
1: hardcore, yes. but,
2: and a lot of the podcasts I listen to are very like, business based mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. Gary V, yep. yeah
1: yep. I love Gary V, yeah, he's at the top of my list what about yeah. you, who do you like to listen to? Um, honestly, I like to mix it up cause um, I already watch a lot of like uh, business content, mm-hmm. like every day I watch a new Gary Vee video or some sort of like, you know, all the business stuff yeah, I'm yeah, sure yeah, you yeah. already know. Um, my mom also has a lot of like finance and real estate stuff that mm-hmm. she sends to me and we oh, send each other. Yeah. yeah, so she, she lets me know um but anyways uh i listened to tiger belly so that's actually um bobby lee he's like a comedian Uh he was kind of he kind of has like a more raunchy comedy and stuff so um but he was very popular like in the 90s and 2000s and this podcast is actually kind of how he's kind of like re-blowing up so it's kind of crazy and sometimes you think like celebrities once they're out of the limelight or out of the main light they they don't have much but He's building a whole brand, and we're seeing that now even with celebrities like Mm. growing into different facets. Maybe they're not always going to be Spider-Man or Superman, but they can continue in their own paths using the platforms and the the audience Mm. that they have. the Tiger Bellies one. I'm a big fan of Timothy De La Ghetto. I've been oh, his. <laughs> oh, dude. What was his What was his name? Of traffic, her? traffic, Bruh. She bought me so much gear from his website. Oh, it's just insane. Um, too much of a fan sometimes. She, I even had to kind of pause watching him for a little bit because she was like, "You're mimicking him too much." It's good mm, to yeah, to yeah. to watch you gotta and aspire, keep own style. but you had to stuff. So. Um, yeah, Timothy De La Ghetto. he has the No Chaser podcast. Uh-huh. I didn't know he had a
2: podcast, yeah, but I've followed him I since think, like traffic days. Yep. And like he is f- fun yeah so funny. he he's
1: rebranded too because he was on wild and out and he's left so now mm. he's basically doing like hip-hop foodie mm-hmm. type of stuff he's with david so um the another like mukbang type of guy can or, i
2: just say too that like i love his relationship with Chia. Yes. like i don't i don't really oh, follow yeah. like celebrities right, vibes right, and right, stuff right, but like right, because right. i had been following since i was yeah, a kid like it's so nice to see yeah. love you know he's such a <laughs> positive
1: spirit too especially like in the different <laughs> environments he's in but anyways yeah so timothy day little has the no chaser podcast and that features his best friend Ricky Shucks who's mm-hmm. also like a comedian and I think they kind of act as like each other's managers don't quote me but I think that's yeah, yeah. kind of how it is um, and then um, they have Nikki Blaze who's like an up and coming DJ from mm-hmm. the Bay Area but she was actually born in Hawaii Okay. and she moved to the Bay Area with her family or something when she was like maybe six or seven years old but mm-hmm. she still has like that accent when she has to talk about her family like oh, she yeah. says it in like the local Hawaiian yeah. way so <laughs> it's super cool and she's an upcoming you know ig model entertainer that yeah, kind yeah, of stuff I so gotta, I gotta check these guys yeah out. so tiger belly um no chaser that's who i watch on the daily and of course i watch gary v a lot mm-hmm. so that's like the three main people but there's a bunch of other like hip-hop stuff that yeah, i watch yeah. too yeah. so <laughs>
2: this is this is a question like i've been i've been like really excited to oh, ask man. you okay um, i mean no it's not, it's not that big <laughs> okay. of a deal but i just i just know i'm gonna get geeked about yeah, it that's why yeah, yeah. so who inspires you in terms of music who are you, your musical
1: heroes yeah. inspirations um so it's cool you asked me that because I always give, you know, this is what I always say. I always say, like, well, you know, I dig t- Tupac and Biggie and stuff. And I I was young enough to kind of remember watching NWA because mm-hmm. both of our parents were teenagers yeah, when yeah. they had That's us. That's a ringtone,
2: is that? Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. So, like,
1: um, all of that is what I grew up like. And I would say that R&B played a big role in what I love. love so I actually didn't really know this about me because when I first got into rap, like many people, it's just like bars, 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 mm-hmm. bars. Aimless yep. bars. Just yep. how <laughs> dope are your bars? How much bars can you have? So many freaking bars. <laughs> but anyways... Um, it was really through going back to my old music and listening to stuff that inspired me—old R&B, Aliyah, TLC, mm-hmm. uh, Queen Latifah, Missy Elliott, Eve. Dude, like
2: Missy Elliott bruh. is so um, <laughs> another she's major so, comeback. She's so <laughs> understated, man. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Actually, all of those female artists yeah. that you mentioned are yeah. so understated. But yeah, go ahead. yeah. And it's funny
1: because I grew up kind of tomboy. I'm going off on a tangent, but I grew up kind of tomboy, especially on my dad's side. Like all my uncles and aunties, they all had some sort of like tomboy nickname name for me so one of my uncles called me Zena. remember Zena oh, the yeah. warrior princess warrior princess was it's was kind of funny like, yeah like he's like you're badass jazan telling tall, me when i'm like her cell, age like, you know thicker than a bullet and oh, no. like i didn't want to like play with barbies i'd rather like hold a sword while i'm holding the baby at the same time i was time. i was the
2: same way i was super super tomboy when i was yeah, growing up yeah my friends yeah.
3: used to tease me yeah, I
1: was pretty um, <laughs> uh, i'm so sorry i forgot where i was going with that what, what, what were we talking uh, we about? We were
2: talking about... Getting um, geeked up about... I know, I am super geeked. you are talking about... Uh, <laughs> inspi- Inspiration. Okay, yeah, so... Yeah. Missy um, uh, Elliott,
1: you know, all the the, women. the whole nine yards, but I will say that right now... I'm going to plug in my stuff. I have three Spotify playlists that you guys can check out. The first one is Philippine X Rap Artist or Rap Music. I'll, I'll send it to you. But it has Ruby Ibarra. It has Bamboo, Rocky Rivera, the whole beat rock camp. I'm a big fan of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, especially Blue Scholars. Blue Scholars is actually probably the first like independent lane rap rap group that i checked out uh-huh. um so like knowing about geologic and his work with bamboo in kalihi and all around hawaii mm-hmm. and he grew up like in the military housing too which is like right up my area in Lua yeah. and stuff like that so um just learning from that like i always knew like being a hip-hop head and growing up and learning things i knew that there was the lane of like cardi b lil wayne and mm-hmm. stuff like that and i definitely i mean if i get there i'll be so stoked like if that happens and i go like that major you know Mm -hmm. of course i want to take care of my whole block you know but we all eat it yeah yeah (laughs) yeah but at the same time i also know that there's that other value of lane where it is the independent way like Mm -hmm. beat rock and stuff but anyways yes i listen to a lot of them um for like to stay up on like what's going on in um hip-hop not hip-hop but in politics and social issues so i really like what they're doing um there's this other rapper named russell aka like pride i don't know if you remember d pride that name sounds familiar. Yeah so he was like this Filipino Canadian rapper and he was like signed to a label and he never really got traction mm. majorly but he did blow up like virally mm. um, and he's rebranded himself in, you know, in because he came in as a teenager but his newer music especially in the last like maybe two, three, four years I've really grown with and even his sound because he uses R&B so I'm mm. a fan of artists who like blend sounds Yeah, yeah. I'm I a huge
2: <laughs> fan of the blending of genres yeah, like one of my yeah. current favorites like it's super random and People, I always get a weird look right, when right. I say this, but I, I love the genre blend between EDM and country music.
1: Oh, okay. Swear. Like, okay, I sounds, gotta check that out. It's, I gotta it's a little weird. Put that on. Yeah, yeah, it's a
2: little weird. I don't think I was ready for it when right, I heard it, but I was right. like, okay, like this, this is cool. Right. I can get down to
1: but this. The list goes on for me. I mean, it's so weird because like. I, like I said, I like the super woke stuff and yeah, the super like kind of, J like, Cole. anti-corporation. Store. J. Cole, Logic. Uh, I'm a Logic big fan of insane. Russ. Yeah. Oh, Russ is another good one. Yeah. Like, I
2: love Russ. You know he just made a book?
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. I I'm already I already pre-ordered it on Amazon. Oh, shit. Okay, all right. You beat me <laughs> yeah. to that one. I got to pre-order that. It's like, dope. It's he's, called, so, he's
2: so positive. Uh-huh, uh-huh.
1: Yeah. I like that. Um, and just a whole lot. But even before that, like, what inspires me is, like, Hawaiian music. like, like, ekolu, mm. uh, like... Freaking opie pickers, oh, man! Yeah, like, seriously. do you remember like Daryl Labrato? Yeah, well, uh, that, okay, that name sounds familiar. I have to hear the
2: song. Yeah, but Master that,
1: Blaster. Oh wow! Yes, stuff. yes. And
2: of course, like, do like, you remember Chillax? Yeah,
1: bro. <laughs> I was my watching OC 16, so it was crazy. So speaking of like that whole era of like local music, so um, OC 16 used to have Overdrive Live. Oh yeah, yeah. I remember.
2: Do me and my cousins <clears throat> when they would come and hang out at my house because my house was like the gathering mm-hmm. place. We like it was either. MTV or like OC16 would overdrive live and we would literally just play music videos and and just chill it's so crazy
1: because I feel like this year and it happens in waves as as you create as you grow in your career things come in full circle Mm -hmm. you know I'm sure it has for you in different ways too and um, just recently like I did a show where there was like big mocks and there was this other guy His name is Tasho Pierce Mm -hmm. and those are artists that I've looked up to since I was a kid on Overdrive Line, watching them. Even like um, you know, like Angry Locals, Ozna, all of them like Oh, by the way, Ozna is amazing. Yeah. Like he is
2: insane. His freestyle capabilities, it like I don't even know why anybody bothers battling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not (laughs) I'm
1: not trying to like um like validate myself or whatever but me and him worked at like I worked at Pizza Hut when he worked at Pizza Dope, Hut that's so, so cool. when he talks about lines of like when he was working at Pizza Hut and he had like the decked out car like he dropped me off home like in that car yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean <laughs> like it was so crazy so and it was funny because I was there right be- this I was at Pizza Hut in that with those guys before I was into music like yeah, at that yeah, time yeah, I was yeah. like basketball and uh-huh. like boys or whatever
2: yeah isn't that crazy like you said like, it comes full circle yeah now so it, it does come full scene. circle
1: so um, Tasha Pierce like. Um, Said hi to me at a recent show at Hawaiian Brian's, and like he was like, oh, you know, like I'm looking at him, like yo, it's so nice to meet you. My first time meeting him like in person, and um, (laughs) yeah, and like he's like, oh, what's up, Jazan? Like I've heard a lot about you. Excited to see you perform, and like shook my hand and everything, you know. And we're not like buddy buddy or Mm -hmm. whatever, and but I'm just really I'm stoked for all of the progress that's happening and things always come in full circle there are situations where like i had homies like laugh at me or like co-workers laugh at me when i worked at different places like yeah we might be in the same situation now because we working at wherever store you know but don't get it twisted like, like i'm on a journey yeah you know? yeah
2: like my, well, my hustle is different yeah. than yours <laughs> yeah, just, so, just because
1: you don't see it yeah, doesn't mean it's not happening it happens like yeah. i had this one friend who he was working i'm not going to name the store but he was working at a store i used to work at And he was laughing like he laughed at me like years ago and he's like, ah, you really going to do that? And maybe he didn't really he wasn't really trying to be insulting, but Mm -hmm. he still laughed at me. And me being at that level, it still might have hurt me a little bit just being young and all that kind of stuff. But um, so many times, like maybe a year or two ago, um, he was still working there. Damn, and I was buying shoe like shoes. You go over there.
2: To you know what I'm say saying? Like yeah. I'm giving
1: his commission now. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah, same yeah. thing for my you know leadership in the army. Like shouts out. I had a lot of dope friends and a lot of dope leaders in the army, but there was also a lot of dicks. Yeah, or a lot of people who just didn't care. Like because of the ranking and mm-hmm. all that. Like I wasn't like a top freaking ranking. That's a toxic you thing know? in the military. It's yeah, like, the whole ranking system and yeah. how people think like you know so, they're above it. Like, and now like they're asking me like, oh, you doing all that? You going to the shows? Like yeah, you still running (laughs) like, <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> like how's that? how, so, how how's listening? Yeah, to that starting yeah. All day? And it's not,
1: it's not, it's not to diss anybody or whatever. Yeah. It's just saying, like you know, like, just be, be humble. humble. Yeah, <laughs> be humble.
2: You know, respect the grind. Yeah. And just because you don't see somebody's vision doesn't mean that it's not a it's not a true vision for yeah, them. You yeah, know, yeah, yeah, for sure, one hundred percent. And I
1: get checked too because sometimes I might have like overlooked little homies or mm-hmm. not really paid attention to the little homies, and now they're like more lit than me, and I'm like, yeah. oh shit, bro. Like, yeah, all right, I'm glad okay. <laughs> I'm clapping to you. you. Okay, okay. Well, I sound corrected. Yeah, 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 yeah.
2: yeah. <laughs> and and I, th- I think that's dope that you have that attitude because, um, you know, like we we all have our egos, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm, and it's easy mm-hmm. sometimes if you're not self-aware uh to get driven by our ego yes yes and you know being able to uh i think being able to collaborate in the space that you guys are collaborating mm-hmm. and really grow this movement you have to be able to take that ego out of yes, it and yeah. acknowledge when you know what you know what yeah you know i'm sorry that i laughed at you you're pretty hot yeah like, yeah i see you i see yes, you hustling and yes. respect each other's grind regardless of yes. what it looks like to each other there needs to be more of that there needs to be more you know support and uh, oh, encouragement man, regardless so of like <laughs> <things>. <laughs> i love it that's what i'm about. You know. Cool. I I dig it. Uh, yeah, when it comes to um, like rappers and stuff, there's this. Uh just to kind of go back to that tangent mm-hmm. about who inspires you. Mm-hmm. I, one thing that's really do I cannot understand a word he's saying, mm-hmm. but my, like my other half term, Yandem. He might be that Canadian rapper you're talking mm-hmm. about, but okay. he like raps in Ilocano and or Tagalog or whatever oh, his Filipino I'm language sure. is, like whatever his dialect is. He goes back and forth in oh, okay, English and okay. Tagalog or I- English and Ilocano.
1: Bamboo or maybe geologic, I, don't, I don't know. Maybe. I have
2: when I was watching this guy, I was like, oh my god, yeah, like, Marlon, yeah, you yeah, know, because yeah. when we talk about spoken word and like mm-hmm. who's our inspiration. I'm really drawn to lyricists yeah you know people yeah. that especially oh well, now nowadays well actually all, all of my uh, my life really I've been very uh, a, I've been a big fan of like people who do like deeper stuff mm-hmm. you know like J. Cole and like you know like you said Logic yeah, and everybody yeah, yeah. um uh, I used to listen
1: to a lot of deaf jam poetry hey. oh my Dude. god we're gonna high five right, All right now cool. because I was just putting on like a bunch of friends to that the other day yeah, like, and it's, it's insane that like, is what really inspired me yeah man. yeah
2: you know and uh, like not to like plug myself or anything yeah. but like I, I wrote I write a little bit of poetry okay. I haven't written in yeah. a really long time but I used to write a lot and hey. um, I, I, I always kept it like under wraps you are creative <laughs> oh, I guess a little bit you know I mean I don't know how good any of it is I maybe I have maybe written like one or two pieces that like, I've looked at mm-hmm. and I'm like I could I could do a, an open mic like I yeah, think so you yeah. know but you know it's um that, that a lot of that does come from like oh, you know uh, mm-hmm, Def Jam poetry mm-hmm. and like if, if people are if, whoever's listening right now if y'all haven't uh, checked out Def Jam poetry yeah, check it out YouTube yeah. it um but lots of really great yeah uh, content what's your on
1: favorite there? like poem or do you have anything that sticks out from? yeah I okay, do actually favorite, yeah, or which out. one you so, like the most um
2: uh, have you heard of a uh, Gemini yes. Oh, this guy. Sorry, that that guy, the um, rapper I was telling you about, Mike Swift.
1: Mike Swift. You ever heard of him? No, but I should. I'll I'll send him to you. Yeah, Yeah,
2: he's pretty cool. He's pretty dope. Okay. But anyway, yeah. So Gemini um, on Def Jam Poetry, he's been on there a few times. He's like this, like chubby, Mm. like white guy. Okay. You know, and uh, he wrote this poem called um, "A Penny for Your Thoughts." Mm. There's that, and it's it's a um, it's a poem about the love of his life, and he's Mm. like, you know. a penny for your thoughts like a penny for your mind like you know he talks about uh, going beyond the physical you know uh, Mm -hmm, attraction mm -hmm. and wanting to um, appeal to her her consciousness Mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. that's one of my favorites but then he also has another one I gotta send this to you if you've never heard Mm -hmm. of it it's called Poetic Bloodlines Wow. and what he talks about is uh, who he um as a poet as a spoken word poet who he finds his inspiration Mm. from and how his talent because he's talented like his (laughs) his uh spoken word is really good and very articulate um like he talks about how that was a gift ordained to him by god and how it comes from other writers like uh emerson Mm -hmm. you know he talks about all of these other older esteemed writers super good but that uh there's um this one you ever heard uh the um episode uh, or not the episode but the poem knock knock yes oh dude that's like one of my favorites mm. like he's so passionate I didn't knock ever... knock daddy yeah. or whatever yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think his name was like kevin beatty or something yeah, yeah it's oh, crazy man. what about you what's
1: your favorite um, so ones that stick out just because it's in my head um kanye's verse oh yes when he stopped when he got up and did with um, all his louis vuitton and all his yeah, uh, yeah. luggage he, on he stage did, um, that was just dope
2: yeah what song was it that he did it
1: oh, was, oh he did bittersweet yes that's, that's the one yeah bittersweet yeah. and it became a song with uh john mayer yes yeah, yeah you're gonna that's be one the of, death yeah <laughs> oh but he did it live as like a different style yes, verse yes, yeah. um that sticks out to me um the I forgot what his name is but there's the type love um poem yes, yes. where oh, they just that everyone was, was so into that that was a good one. <laughs> his, his
2: flow with that I can't remember his name but he's the guy yeah, with the like the f-
1: G- jihad G- jihad I forgot I forgot I, the name yeah, but.
2: but um it, uh his his flow he's so energetic and he just yeah. like rips right through that poem right, I love right. it
1: there's another one I'll just this is my last one that I'll share but um I forgot what his name and it was a young guy though at the time I forgot his name but um, and I never got the name of the poem, but it stuck out because he was talking about how he uses poem because, um, like music makes you dance, but justice makes you think, and Ooh, that line has good. just stuck with me ever since. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. I'm glad you know we have tools like YouTube because before, like, if it wasn't playing on TV, we probably wouldn't, we wouldn't have, have saw it because yeah. that's like post our age already. Mm. Like that, no longer there, but like it's still dope that it's out there in the world and there's content for it and that yeah we got to yeah grow, so just kind yeah. of play
2: well i got one more because this yeah, one's yeah, really yeah. good um so i i told you I yeah get go ahead go ahead <laughs> um Luis reyes rivera you ever heard of him Mm-mm. so this guy is a i mean he's passed already since mm. but um political activist wow. uh famed esteemed writer okay. and he wrote this uh um poem called uh, the Bullet Cries Or something wow. like that Why the Bullet Cries I wow. can't remember What it's called But something about Bullet Cries yeah. And um, that's when He was talking about like The social injustices mm-hmm. of, the, of his time right, And right. you know He grew up in the time And he's black of course And you oh. know He grew up in a time Where like Racism was rampant mm-hmm. And you know They really had to like Battle those social injustices right, right. And, and, and this is the thing I think is cool About your experience too mm-hmm. About um, going to uh, Berkeley you said right mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Is that uh, You know Here in Hawaii We're so fortunate To be shield, uh, yeah. shielded From yeah. All of the injustices that are happening outside of mm-hmm. you know in the mainland U.S. because here we're such a culture like a uh, culturally diverse place mm-hmm. that we don't have to worry about racism, or for the most part, you mm-hmm. know. But um, yeah, and I think that's cool that you kind of went and got that outside perspective because that's important to mm-hmm. understanding who you are and your place in the world, mm-hmm. your place in your industry, mm-hmm. and that's you know uh, furthermore that's more value you can bring yep, to the yep. to the culture. Man. Oh, man. That's dope. So lit. so uh, what kind of upcoming projects do you have going yeah yeah
1: Um, so just to plug it in I have my Let's Talk Davao EP which was written, recorded, mixed and mastered all the artwork was made in Davao City, Philippines. Um, shouts out the homie Cruz. He gave me, um, I think, two beats for that EP. Chicken Joy Rap is one of them. I'm going to go listen yeah, to that. <laughs> yeah. Um So it's a, it's, a short, it's a short EP. It's six songs. And the last one was supposed to be like a big, big collab. But it's basically like a preview of a song that's going to happen at mm-hmm. some point. Okay. Um, but it's called Mindanao. Mm-hmm. And it's me and my homie kid bougie and he's a 16 year old (laughs) filipino boy that i met in Davao, and it was funny because i thought you had to be like 18 or 21 to come in the shows Mm -hmm. but they don't really card over there and he was getting into all my shows like and he's only like 16 that's great what a young what a like yeah what a young guy like that's a great time to like really start getting into this that ep is great and i really encourage people to listen to it and i encourage people to also look at the visuals that we've had from that from that time we have a vlog out i just put out like a photo montage Mm -hmm. of what was going on over there and it was just inspiring to go to the philippines all in all because like it's growing over there Mm -hmm. um as much as like hawaii thinks that we're like forward and we are and we're a growing um population and we are and we're a growing community but the philippines just has so much more people physically. Yeah, that da- Philippines is is a small nation, but it's There's still a lot of big there. cities. Yeah, yeah, so I would say that Manila is kind of like New York City, and then Davao is kind of like L.A. Like, okay, it's still culturally very represented, mm-hmm. you know, but just, just in different, different areas. Yeah. yeah, it's a different it's a
2: different context.
1: <coughs> and so, um, we I, we we're really um, fortunate to have a wonderful experience in Davao City. And I want to shout out the homies at Gravity Studios. It's basically the homies who kind of, like, took me under their wing. Like, I met all of them. And it's a bunch of different guys who mix and master. Shouts out the homie Vlintz, a.k.a. Love So Rare. He's, like, the DJ, the producer. So we were recording. And what they did was that group is they um, they came together as a collective. And they actually rent, like, an apartment space together.
0: Well, that's cool. So that yeah. they can...
1: Um, have a space where they do photography all together, where they do music all together, where they can create together. That's dope. That's so great. Yeah, and they commissioned one of our one of their homies, shouts out Dox a.k.a. Alfie Um, and he, he raps too, but people know him as like a graffiti artist mm-hmm. and he tagged up their whole space and you guys can see pictures of that. That's on collaboration there. on like a beautiful level. Yes, right there. yes. Yeah. and it's not like super super fancy and all that but it hey wasn't it it was great, yeah. yeah you're just doing
2: a thing, you know? What
1: I take from the Philippines that is just it's so sad that we can't live like that all the time, but we will get there. And it was basically like I knew that I can do this music stuff full time because that's what we did. Mm-hmm. We took a budget there, we already paid our rent and our expenses here at home. Mm-hmm went to the Philippines we still had to pay for expenses and stuff like that but it was that we our, our dollars could stretch a lot easier yeah, over yeah. there and um i was able to record an ep there i was able to record a music video out there on top of doing shows that's dope. and we still got to cruise and vacation a little bit i'm sure there's good food there too yep <laughs> oh and the food is just amazing <laughs> like we could walk to the mall and not saying we were living like super super lavishly but we could splurge ish mm-hmm. if we wanted to and Um, Yeah, that's what I take. And that audio, Let's Talk Davao, is available on um, YouTube, SoundCloud, and Bandcamp for free. Um, Chicken Joy Rap, the single from that EP, is available on all streaming outlets. And I have a lot more music on all of those platforms and on streaming. So really, if you guys just Google me, Jezan Exclusive, J-E-H-Z-A-N Exclusive, it's out there you're gonna find it yeah, you yeah. always like whatever you, you use YouTube I got it SoundCloud I got it streaming I'm on there like just go ahead and go ahead and check it out I love there. it man but, I love um, it tomorrow, I know this is probably going to air later, but tomorrow I'm performing in Honolulu Pride mm. for the parade and the festival, so I'm going to perform at the community stage earlier in the day, I think around 2pm, and then I'm actually closing out the main stage, which is the Waikiki <sighs> Shell stage nice. um, at the end of the day, which is around like 5 or 5.30, yeah, yeah, yeah. so we're resting up. And again, like I, I teach for a living, so I'm talking all the time. Yeah, and there yeah. are times where I do got to raise my voice to discipline or mm. whatever, just to get attention, so my voice is kind of like whoo, um, <laughs> holding in there, but I'm drinking honey and all that, like hot water, and lemon, yeah, 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 yeah. So it's all good. Um, basically, for the rest of the year, I mean, I get gigs like sometimes it's like I go into the next month, like on October 1st, not having any gigs, and then that whole week, people are like, Oh, can you do this? Can you do this? and I'm like, Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. <laughs> and so that's kind of how my gigs happen. When I'm really fortunate to where. Um, I do have to still network and I certainly do have to still branch out and go into different spaces. But for the most part, as far as getting gigs, it's really not a problem. Yeah. I I book it different ways. Um, I do... Uh, stuff And, of course, I also do workshops. So, that's honestly kind of like after Pride. That's kind of what I'm focusing on the rest of the year is just going into the schools, mm-hmm. doing workshops. and Because that's really where the real value is. Mm-hmm. I love performing and I love going out into the community and stuff. And eventually, we will go to the mainland and stuff very soon. Mm-hmm. But... Um, right now it really is like getting in with the youth and i'm just really excited for everything because they're the ones who teach me man like i love that. i may I you love like we may so think much. like this is all you need to live life and this is what you gotta do but like the kids tell you like no miss like this is popping yeah, you, yeah. Know? you know so not,
2: not to get cheesy i'm gonna share a quote with you that though, okay. my coworker worker like yeah like, uh, put on me yesterday um and it's kind of cheesy but it fits it fits he said the best way to find yourself is to lose yourself in the service of others and mm-hmm. that was that was quoted by Gandhi yep. right and I yep. feel like that's and I, I, I freaking love like I can't I can't say it enough <laughs> like I, I love that you know like you said you love playing shows you know and your music is you know your music's for you but w- what you're focused on right now is giving back to the youth mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. you know and, that, and that's a beautiful thing yeah. like when I, I'm a true believer that you know when you put when you put good intent out there or behind your work yeah. you know the monetary stuff will come yeah. you know so yeah. long as you're yeah. hustling yep. you're working hard with yep. Um, yep. the right mindset you know and yeah. I, think that, I think that's great like let's focus on the kids that's yeah. where you know that's where the future yeah, is they're
1: gonna grow like, I love it it's cool and it's cool to know what the kids are listening so it's funny because like I have middle school and high school kids and even in Philippines I ask them like what is your preferred thing and most of them are still using the free platforms yeah. SoundCloud and YouTube mm-hmm. yeah maybe college students Young people are on the streaming Because they can afford it They got jobs and whatever yeah. But economically Most high school kids Don't pay for Spotify yet yeah, Or anything yeah, 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 Unless yeah. You know, they're from A different certain area mm-hmm. Or income status Or whatever But it's just really cool To know that the free stuff like the kids are still on there and yeah, that's where you gotta stay yeah,
2: yeah. Uh, let me share a story with you it's kind of funny go ahead i um it's the first time i ever felt old mm. so i used to work at this restaurant on kawaii when wow. i used to live there and um i was a ho- i was uh standing i was one of the servers and i was standing at the hostess station and you know most of the time hostesses and restaurants yeah. are teenagers right yeah. and they're like maybe in 17 to 18 years old yeah and this uh, dubstep remix came on mm. to. uh there was a remix for three little birds by bob marley mm-hmm. We're listening to it, I was like, oh that's dope you know like, that's mm. cool and i may maybe like 22 or Mm-mm-mm. yeah like 22 at the time yeah and i was like yeah that's a really cool beat like i was like but you know what though like when it comes to I, i'm all about remixes but when it comes to bob marley like i i like the original wow. and they were like there's an original
3: i was like <laughs> oh my god i was
1: like what are your parents teaching you you don't yeah. know bob marley through little girls seen like, us today i asked them where did hip-hop come from it took them a minute. Yeah, and I was like, guys, this is a totally different class. If y'all, know. oh my god, yeah, I just I just play around with them though. It's speaking, speaking of where yeah.
2: hip hop came from, though, mm-hmm. there's a great uh Netflix documentary mm-hmm. called uh, Hip Hop Evolution. You seen that, girl? Oh. Give me fives on all that because <laughs> we're in that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, double fives. I love love yeah. love that uh, that documentary. I smoke a little bit before I watch it and mm-hmm. it's just it's so amazing. And when they talk about like Africa, mbomba, mm-hmm. and like the emceeing, that's actually yep. where I got you know yep. the respect yep. for yep. emceeing. And yep. it's just it's <laughs> insane. Like the cult culture the history yes, that's grown out yes, of this and, yes. and I think that's why too I think it's such a great thing that you're doing because um the space train is so deeply mm-hmm. rooted whether it's your Filipino culture or mm-hmm. just the art itself mm-hmm, mm-hmm. this yeah man there's so much history right, so much right, right 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 yeah man I think we're going on uh yeah. we're, we're going a little longer Ooh. it's like
1: one <laughs> an hour and a half taking <coughs> thank
2: up a lot you of thank you very time. much
1: guys no it's all
2: good <laughs> so I think well, I can think we'll wrap up but yeah, like, you yeah. know, I got a lot of really good content out of this and I've really enjoyed our conversation I've loved getting your insight and then also featuring g shout out to g yeah um yeah and you know what you're doing is amazing i'm gonna shout it from the rooftops over and over and i'm really glad Mm -hmm. that we got to meet today
1: me too yeah i'm really looking
2: forward to seeing what else you guys got to work on uh and partnering with and doing for our youth so you know keep me appraised like you know when you whenever you guys have events let me know about it i'd love to check it out unfortunately i haven't been able to make it to a show yet i've really
1: been trying man but i've really been looking forward to seeing you live that's another thing because in the philippines um people like people kind of have the same schedule Mm -hmm. like people work monday through friday and they have saturdays and sundays off oh yeah so it's easier it's kind of different over here because we're on clock at all times and we tell them in hawaii just because we're in america don't get it twisted doesn't mean we're free it's different (laughs) in different states like living in manila is different from living (laughs) in the province Uh and same thing yeah it's the same thing guys (laughs) that's what we say um uh and it was crazy because i was like i understand. As much as I was really grateful for having the amount of people at the shows, just volumes, it was bigger than the shows I've done Mm. here just because of the population density that's out there and the way the culture is out there. So that's just what I took from that. But at the same time, I know it's because of the physical aspect of it. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. the way the culture is, they can come to that Friday show because everyone else is going to that Friday show. There's that business is coming out. Yeah, you we're know I mean? in Hawaii. It's different because people got jobs. People got yeah, places yeah. to go, like... And I don't, I don't, I used to get, like, butt hurt a little bit, but now I really don't mm. care if my friends or, like, people yeah, cannot yeah. come because, like, hey, they got totally different lives. Yeah. And as much as I can say, like, oh, support me and support me, but it's, like, they're also supporting themselves yeah, in yeah, their yeah, own yeah, way. Yeah, it was really cool so again shouts out my grandma carol she's actually my great grandma who made 95 because she actually brought all of my cousins we haven't seen each other in so long a lot of me and my cousins so we was out in eva beach just eating pancit and the whole nine (laughs) yards of everything so yeah shouts out all my cousins that i got to see over the weekends the amolos the balanais antonios everyone in the last names um, yeah. All right. Thank you, Rising Tide. Yeah, Kiara. no problem. And then
2: um, one more time before I let you go, mm-hmm. let's, uh, let's let people know where they can find you. Yep, how yep. can they support you best? Yeah, yeah. Go cool. ahead.
1: So at the moment, what had happened was my <laughs> website is under <laughs> construction right now. I'm just kind of like trying to rechange up something. So mm-hmm. it's not live yet, but I do have a website, www.jazanexclusive.com, J E H Z A N exclusive.com, for everything else on youtube soundcloud bandcamp on social media instagram twitter snapchat on all streaming spotify all of that bruh get it jazan exclusive just go
2: just go, she just said. Just go. She said, just go, guys. <laughs> All right. Well, thank yeah. you again so much for your time. I'm really excited for everything that's to come. Looking forward to, you know, j- uh, maintaining this relationship with you. Yeah, and yeah. Ex- I'm super
1: stoked. Yeah. Thank you. Of very, course. very grateful. Shouts out Rising Tide. Shouts out Kiara. Shouts out Third Eye Films. Yes. Uh, G's account. Um, shouts out Skylights ENT, which is low-key, like our little record label that we're okay. starting, but it's okay. still kind of like on the low, uh-huh. low. Yeah. Um, yeah, and we're we doing it out here. And also OTD Hip Hop, which is my blog. Kind of been taking a break because I really want to just rebrand everything, especially going into the new year. So, shouts out for all of that. You can find all of that on the internets and everything.
2: Love it. <laughs> all right, guys. Well, that is Shoots. it. Shoots. Shoot. <laughs> <laughs> Bye-bye.
0: all right that's it for this episode of the rising tide podcast thank you again for listening in please do me a favor go check out jazan on social media and support all of her upcoming work Um, if you enjoyed this episode and found some value in the things that we talked about don't hesitate to share it with your family and friends um also if you wouldn't mind leaving the podcast a review i would totally dig that Uh, as this is still a new project i'd honestly love to hear any and all feedback that you might have for me um, I want to know uh, what kinds of discussions and topics y'all are interested in, how you relate to our discussions, and last but definitely not least, um, if you know of someone who has a great passion and interesting story to tell, and you think they'd be a great guest and um, to connect with and have here on the podcast, please make sure you email me at risingtidehnl at gmail.com. Again, that's H N L as in Honolulu, at gmail.com. Or you can uh, DM me on Instagram. My at is RisingTideHNL. We all have a story to tell, and it's just a matter of allowing the world to hear it. So hit me up, drop a name, and let's keep this conversation flowing. Until then, I'll catch you in the next one.